Hi, my name is Ronald Clark, and I'm the Director of Equity, Inclusion, and Diversity at Brown Rudnick. We are proud that for the third year in a row, we sponsored our 1L Social Mobility Diversity Fellowship, open to first-year law students who self-identify as first-generation professionals. 1L SMD Fellows participate in our traditional summer program and are partnered with a Brown Rudnick attorney mentor who serves as a professional and academic resource for the fellows remaining time in law school. Fellows are also invited to attend social gatherings, professional and business development trainings, and other events at the firm throughout the academic year. We foster strong bonds with our SMD fellows in hopes that they will join Brown Rudnick upon graduation from law school. The fellowship is open to all first year law students enrolled at ABA accredited law schools, who identify as first-generation professionals, have an established record of academic achievement, and have demonstrated a commitment to civic involvement that promotes equity, inclusion, and diversity. Today, we're pleased to be joined by our CEO, Bill Baldiga, and Angie Isaza-Loeza, our 2020 1L Social Mobility Diversity Fellow, to discuss her experience as a fellow this summer. For more information about the 1L SMD Fellowship, please visit the Careers section of the Brown Rundick website. Uh, Angie, great to be with you today. We're in interesting times, obviously, but it's been the firm's privilege to have you be our most recent fellow in our Social Mobility Diversity Fellowship Program. It's a very important program for the firm. We value equity, inclusion, and diversity in, in many forms. And a few years ago, we, we looked at the legal landscape, uh, the people that were coming to us and appreciated, I think, uh, first among law firms, that an underserved aspect of uh, diversity was to facilitate uh, the introduction into major law firms of law students who were first in their family to graduate from college. And... Uh, we've been very fortunate over the last several years to have other great uh, students, as well as you, apply for our, our fellowship and to have to have them join our firm during the summers, as you did uh, this summer. And so, Angie, uh, maybe we could start by you introducing yourself a bit as to how you came to go to law school and your thoughts as you heard about this fellowship program. Sure. So I grew up in East Boston and my family actually immigrated from Columbia. East Boston has a big immigrant community themselves and they always instilled in me what it means to work hard and to have the values of wanting to do more. So when I was in high school, I was very dedicated to my work and had great mentors who helped me along the way and eventually got a full tuition scholarship to attend Bucknell. After I graduated from Bucknell, I worked in private wealth management at Bank of America, and uh, now I'm at 2L at BC. As to how I got into uh, the legal profession, since a very young age, I had an interest in the law. As I mentioned, my parents uh, were immigrants, and so when I was growing up, they had to hire an attorney in order to help them adjust their legal status. And so that was really the first interaction that I had with attorneys, that I realized that they could make a difference in people's lives. Um, and while I was at Bank of America, I also had a lot of different interactions with attorneys um, that maybe kind of sparked that interest that I had as a young kid. And I realized that attorneys had analytical thinking skills, but also were in a very unique role to be able to legally advise other people. And so 
that's kind of how I got into uh, the legal profession as a whole. Uh, that's great to hear. Like you, it was emphasized in my family how hard work was important. My dad was a carpenter, uh, framed houses, and my mom had several different jobs and, and raised four boys. And I started working with my dad, uh, mostly carrying lumber as a 12-year-old. And it was always emphasized to us that after that job, we would never have another one that we thought was truly hard work. And, and that has, uh, 40 years later, proven to be very much the case. I, I really didn't know what it was uh, that was being a lawyer, but there was a hope, I think, in my parents that one of the four boys would go on to be a Jesuit. None of us did, but the idea of service to others was an important one in our family and is. And as I grew to understand a little bit about uh, what a lawyer could do, there was a great appreciation for the service aspect to that. And at home, I was always considered to be the one most likely to argue and argue incessantly about anything. So I think those two things melded. And as I went to college, I, it was my hope that I would be able to uh, go on to law school. And Angie, it was great to hear that you had some positive initial experiences with lawyers, uh, helping your family and so forth. Do you think you're early experiences as a law student and with us this summer were affected at all or impacted by your status as uh, the first in your family to go to college? Yeah, I mean, you know, first generation students have certain challenges that they have to navigate through. But a lot of what it means to be to be first generation is someone who's very resourceful and who's proactive, who is not afraid to ask for help. And as I mentioned, I've had a lot of people who have offered to be mentors or given me some guidance in how to navigate the legal profession um, or any other, even, you know, college. And so for me, I think that most importantly, it's being able to know when and how to ask the right questions. Yeah, that's that's great that you've been able to have that experience. I know for me, and perhaps for you as well, financial burdens for my parents to put four of us into college was significant. And I think I've hopefully managed to keep with me a sense of gratitude for that opportunity first, and then for all the other opportunities that the practice of law has provided, uh, obviously financially. Uh, but beyond that, to work with other highly motivated, very intelligent people to practice to the highest standards on extremely challenging matters for clients who cared a great deal about what we were doing and to be able to travel the world in the service of clients and to get to know so many great colleagues. And it's really been a wonderful opportunity, but all of that really did start with the hard work that seemed to form our initial years in, in college and now for you in law school. How did you hear about our 1L Social Mobility Diversity Fellowship, and how did you come to apply? So I heard about the fellowship through a friend of mine, actually. She is a law student, too. She had experiences um, with Ron Rundig in the past, and so she had encouraged me to look into the fellowship. And I'm glad I did. Uh, I was attracted to the fellowship because I saw that you were a first generation college graduate yourself. And to me, that indicated that the firm really took this fellowship seriously, but also that um, Brown Rounding was a place where first generation college graduates and law students could also succeed and grow. So I was definitely motivated by that as well. And, and beyond social mobility, has it been important to you as you think about your opportunities? And I'm sure you'll have many, you know, including beyond Brown Rudnick, 
to pursue a career at a firm or other employer that highly values diversity, equity, and inclusion? Yes, definitely. Specifically when it comes to first-generation college students, I think that they had mentioned there are unique challenges, but being first-generation is an identity that can be shared through so many different backgrounds. So finding common ground that way is really important because it tends to be kind of like an invisible identity in some senses. But overall, in a place that, especially now in the times that we're living, having a firm that's focused on diversity and inclusion is very important. Angie, we find it, all of us, and really above and beyond the fellowship, in very challenging times, trying to service clients within a pandemic without clear starting or ending points and, and even what comes next for businesses of all types, our clients, our firm. There are particular challenges, uh, surprises that you faced as you the opportunity, I guess, to be our fellow during these uh, such unusual times. I think I was pleasantly surprised this summer. I had a great experience and I got to learn a lot about uh, the history of the firm. I even got to participate in writing workshops and it was so easy the way that we were able to communicate through WebEx and other types of meetings um, that we did. And so even though it has been difficult not to be in the office, it's definitely nice that I felt that there was still a connection there over the summer. Well, that's good to hear that even with all the challenges that all of us have been trying to overcome over the last few months, that it was a positive experience for you. I, I do know that um, for those who had the opportunity to work with you, you did add much to the firm and we appreciated your enthusiasm, your openness to your challenges and the smile, even remotely, that you brought to your work and we're all enhanced uh, at Brown Remick for your being part of the firm. Yeah, look forward to more of that in the years ahead. This fellowship is a very important part of our firm. We, like all firms, try hard to think about ways to improve on every aspect of our EID uh, work. None of us have figured out a uh, perfect way to go forward on everything, but by making ourselves attractive to great students and future lawyers like you really does enhance the firm. So thanks for taking the opportunity today to talk about this a bit. Um, again, you know, a law firm is only the sum total of its people, and we're really proud to call you one of us at Brownwood. Thanks very much, Angie. Thank you, Bill.